your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, I'm sure you will be very happy to hear that Limerick on Ice is back in Arthur's Key Park in Limerick City Centre this year. It returns after an almost three-year gap due to COVID-19 and insurance roadblocks. Indeed, we chatted to the man with me in the studio about that uh, previously as well, Fran O'Donnell of Futurama Productions. Um, good morning to you, Fran. How are you doing? Good morning and happy Christmas. Absolutely. Happy. <laughs> Let's get in the it favor. feels yeah. like we're, we're into that now, doesn't it? Well, first of all, tell us... About Limerick and on ice, the important details of when it's on, who can go, all that. Okay, we're back. We're back in Arthur's Keith, we're our, our our home for a lot of years, and it's been, as you say, almost three years now since we've had ice skating in Limerick. And um, the effects are that this is knocked on throughout the whole country, as you say, through COVID, through insurance difficulties. There is no rink in Killarney this year. There's no rink in Galway. Um, I, there's none in Kilkenny. There's none in Sligo. So we're one of a, a few rinks actually running in the country. And we're much, 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 much bigger this year. If you've been around by the park, we have this new dome structure in. It's absolutely fabulous, and I think you'll like it. Okay, so m- more space for the much skaters. More space. And, and do you have other facilities as well? We, we certainly do, but one of the, the unique features this year is we put a complete wall of glass. So when you're skating, you're looking out over the River Shannon and King John's Castle. Lovely. Fantastic. Uh, and so you can go and enjoy the evening. You can go and enjoy the evening, have a skate, have a cup of coffee there. Um, there's, there's lots to, and not alone that this year, right around us is a complete Christmas village. So you can get all your food offerings and the whole lot and have a lot of, you can now go down and spend a few hours and enjoy yourself. It's a total Christmas experience. Now, you've been Mr. Limerick on ice, but you mentioned, as you say, there's more going on in Arthur's Key. So I presume yeah. you've been working with the council. Well, this is through another company and uh, it's all through the council. Limerick City and County Council have been very, very good to uh, Limerick in general this year and giving a very unique Christmas experience, um, like this Christmas tree maze for children to go as you come in and wander around there. There, I know there's crepes, there's donuts, there's pizzas, there's all the yummy stuff that we're not supposed to have, but. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> exactly so. and, and I have to say Riverfest this year just reminded us all again of what a great facility Arthur's <coughs> Key can be for that sort of activity Very few cities have a park of this nature right in the heart of it and it's a great facility uh, it's a unique multi-purpose venue for all sorts of things whether it be Riverfest or the uh, concerts or uh, the ice rink or whatever, it's very handy to have a park of that size right in the middle and it's an attraction to bring People, shoppers, kids, adults, the whole lot, into the city, which we need as a city. We're chatting to Fran O'Donnell. So who do you generally get coming to skate? Is it groups of teenagers? Is it um, young adults, families? Well, once you're three foot tall, right, that's the the bottom uh, of the limit. And it goes up to, we've had somebody over 80 two ladies who just giggled their way around the, the ice rink and I won't say skated but shuffled but they had an amazing experience so it is for all the family in this one you have groups of schools coming in or youth clubs so they come from miles around from Tarbert and, and Vines and things like that so they're travelling and not alone from Limerick but coming in from Clare West Clare is a big uh, um, a lot of contingency that come in from there uh, and this year we expect people from Galway and Cork and things like that as well. 
And how did you manage to make it happen when, as you mentioned, there are many other locations where there won't be rinks? We became an affiliate with uh, one of the Dublin rinks. The, the guy that owns it is a Blue Martini Group, and they have two rinks in Dublin. So we came in under their umbrella to shuffle around the insurance to make it work for us. Because mm. it's very, very difficult for lots of public activities. Yeah, it's not just insurance. a night rink. You know, that goes the whole uh, entertainment uh, industry as a whole cannot get insurance at the moment. And something has got to be done about this. Mm. Part of it is to do with the fact, I know the government and others have tried to attract in some of the big uh, international companies mm. to insure this sort of activity but so far it's proved virtually impossible and we are a small market Ireland so they kind of go oh will we bother almost what happened there really is that the insurance for the leisure industry as a whole usually came from the UK like the Lloyds of London or one of those groups Uh, during Covid the leisure industry was verboten just there was nothing happening there so what happened was that um, they started to slip out of the market during COVID, nobody noticed. And then when it was needed, it just wasn't there. Yeah, it just closed down yeah. effectively. And, and now we need to try and find a way of doing it. Now, in some uh, areas of insurance, motor insurance, to take one example, reform has helped. Yeah. But I know I've spoken to insurance experts and they remain very concerned about the sort of sector that you're in, Frank. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we were one where we didn't have any claims, uh, but it didn't seem to matter they, I suppose the claim culture is here in Ireland and as you say the motor industry has started to improve but it hasn't knocked all the way down yet. Yeah. Um, so do you think, because I know Councillor Sharon Benson was chatting to us mm. on the show of Sinn Féin earlier in the year about a permanent ice rink as part of a conference centre for Limerick. What about that? Uh, well, I suppose uh, the permanent ice rink has been looked at several times. They had one in Dublin and they weren't able to support it. So there was one in Dundalk and they were trying to get the northern traffic and the southern traffic. And they also had the contract for the Irish ice hockey team there and it still wasn't able to be supported. Okay, so yeah. you don't it's, think beyond doing it for Christmas that it's viable? It, no, it's a very festive thing. It's a seasonal. Um, it's very expensive to run. So it's not like a, if the ice rink isn't in use, you can turn it off and save all the energy. You just end up with a swimming pool. Yes, of So um, it is a very, very expensive thing to operate, to run, and to maintain. Now, they have one over the border, don't they? Is it the Odyssey Arena? Yep. And I think they have a hockey team, an ice hockey yep. team that plays there and then it's used for the... And also it's used for conference events. Mm-hmm. And I know Thoman Park, for example, are looking at the possibility of extending their facilities because we do need a mid-sized conference centre for the Limerick region. Absolutely. We need it very, very badly because we're missing out on uh, a lot of business that's going elsewhere. And that's the crux. We can't miss out. As a city, we need to be able to reach out for anything that's coming there and say, look, we have the facilities, we have the manpower, and we have the ability to do it and the talent. Mm. Now, Fran O'Donnell, I mean, look, look, you've had your own challenges, including, I know, on the health front over the last mm. few years. You must be delighted to be able to get your teeth <laughs> into Limerick on ice. Delighted, excited, uh, apprehensive, nervous. Uh, it's been three years, as you say, we, we since we did it. Uh, the butterflies are there this morning. Uh, but there is a lot of goodwill. Even when we were building it, all we hear is, when are you open? When are you come? What are we going to do? You know, people want to do it. And you're creating jobs too. Yes, we have, I suppose, approximately 60 people employed. And that's not even in the build, that's on the running and the maintaining. It's a 24-hour operation. We have people going right throughout the night. Even my own son was in there right throughout the night 
today to make sure everything is ready. So we're making ice at that time of the day. And Fran, you mentioned it's going to be bigger this year. I mean, why did you make that decision and how were you in a position to do it? I put it this way. We had to take a chance. And the business I'm in is, excuse me, Joe, of taking a chance. Um, We had to make a statement when we came back and say, look, it's not just another ice ring. It is better. It is bigger. And the excitement is building as we speak. Fantastic. All right. Uh, so people will be able to enjoy that right through the December Christmas period into early in the new year? You can book online now, limericanized.com, or you can come into the, uh, the the rink itself. You have tickets there all day, every day, from 10 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. All right. Well, listen, Fran O'Donnell, brilliant to see you back doing Limerick on Ice. Great to have you back in the studio and looking so well uh, yourself. And we wish you nothing but success with it over because it really does add to the festive atmosphere in Limerick at Christmas time. Thank you, Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett on Live.